Hello, my friends. Skip here again. <coughs> Excuse me. For another episode of Finding Meaning. Uh, I want to talk today about our collective stress. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but uh, at this point, and it is July 13th, 2020. So if you're hearing this immediately, you'll understand. If if you hear it a year from now, maybe there'll be a better insight to what I'm saying. Uh, but this is July 13th, 2020. And, and I don't know about you, uh, but I have come to have a repulsion to uh, society at the moment. <clears throat> uh, whenever I turn on the news, I just get this knot in my stomach. Now, I have been trying to care for my own serenity and sanity by, by shutting that off, by watching movies with my boys, by uh, getting out and playing guitar, doing other things. But there's still this sort of underlying anxiety that is palpable to me. And I think that if you have uh, any modicum of sensitivity uh, to energy, to the way the world is, to people's emotions, you probably feel it too. And I'm sort of calling that, or I'm going to call that, the, the, our collective anxiety. That anyone who has any degree of empathetic ability uh, or the ability to show compassion, anyone who has any degree of that, I think feels some degree of anxiety and it is ramping up. Now we've got a few months to go before the election, but even in light of that, which causes enough anxiety, especially this year, uh, we're seeing this awful virus resurge. Uh, people are still being laid off. Uh, there's almost a sense of, of panic that's beginning. Uh, I don't know about you if you've ever had an illness that uh, was semi-life-threatening. I, I hope not, but you're going to understand this if, if you ever have. That uh, <clears throat> I have had a few illnesses in my life where I knew internally that something was more profoundly wrong with me than, than I was willing to admit. I remember when I was 18, uh, my appendix uh, needed to come out, and I just sort of refused to acknowledge the severity of that almost killed me, by the way. Uh, this past January 2020, uh, I had caught a virus uh, where I was uh, having difficulty breathing. I was down for five days. I don't know if it was the dreaded virus that's around or not, but at about day four, I began to have a sense of foreboding, a sense of almost panic that there was something more wrong than I was understanding. I have to tell you, my friends, that collectively I feel that. I feel that in our society. Our society has some sickness in it, and there's no doubt that we know that those sicknesses uh, we can name on some level, uh, racism, sexism, ageism, uh, all the isms <laughs> that are bad, uh, fundamentalism, uh, religious bigotry, religious idolatry, uh, closed minds, uh, we can consciously name these things, but 
it's kind of like saying, well, I have a virus, but knowing internally that there's something more wrong than the symptoms, that there's something askew or off in our being. And I just, I have that feeling in our society that yes, we know what the issues are. We, we see the systemic racism. We see uh, the problems in our society, at least some of us do, or I'm hoping a majority of us do. But uh, there are even more deep-rooted issues. I fundamentally believe that, and you've heard me say this in podcasts, that that life itself is spirituality. There's no distinction between living a human life and spirituality. That the uh, successes, failures, the uh, gains and losses, all of it is a spiritual quest in the life we're given. And hopefully that spirit, I believe that spiritual quest is about becoming love. So, I believe in the body of our life, uh, individually and collectively, that's the purpose. But I, I know within that life, I know within my life, I've had real struggles. Uh, and, you know, uh, hopefully we can give those struggles a purpose. We can frame them. And there have been times when I've been in real trouble, illness-wise, uh, uh, addiction-wise, relationship-wise, you name it, that were life-transforming. Moments of decision, moments of, of choice, where I knew that the path I was taking was no longer valuable. There was no more lessons to learn. It was time for a transition. It was time for a shift in consciousness. I'm sensing on my deepest intuitive level that humanity is there, that at least our society, if not all of the world is at that moment where we launch into a new way of being. Now, it won't be uh, obvious. They never are. It won't be earth-shattering. We won't wake up uh, someday next year and say, oh, we're, we're cured, we're new, we're, we're on a new path. No, that's not the way this works. We will end up on a new path, yes, but that path will present challenges as we grow. But we'll leave that path and those challenges to that time. What we have to face, I'm convinced, be it individually or collectively, is what is going on right now in front of us. And this is what we struggle with as human beings. Uh, in my work as a, an addiction counselor, when I began my career, uh, I... I encountered many families that were in denial uh, about their own addictions or about the addiction of their loved one. Uh, and it was breaking through that denial that ultimately assisted in healing, assisted in coming to terms with, with who we are. Uh, human beings can't offer that moment of clarity. I believe that's a spiritual thing from the universe. But what we can do is we can point out that there's an opportunity for a moment of clarity. And just like those families I helped, or tried to help anyway, uh, I think we're there. I think we are at a moment where 
the very worst of who we are has become obvious. We've been here before. Uh, the Civil War, uh, the ending of slavery, uh, the women's suffrage movement. We've been in these places before where we have been shown, civil rights movement, for instance, where we've been shown sort of the obvious brokenness and darkness of, of who we are. But I believe this time may be different. And here's why. Because I believe that we commune now in a more instant way. You know, there's a lot of criticism around social media we can all have. Now, there's a lot of good to it also. But I believe we are connected in such a way now that real collective transformation may be an option. And again, I don't mean instant transformation. The world is not going to wake up in January and say, oh, we're better. <clears throat> Waking up is a long process. But what I do know is this, is that if we keep seeing the brokenness, if we keep trying to let be birthed in us and in our society what, is, what, what the universe wants, what is the best of who we are, the, the best angels of our nature, to paraphrase Lincoln, then I think we stand a chance. So the question is this. What part do you play in that? Are you a person who gets on social media and rails against the injustices and then walks away from Facebook? Or are you a person who is willing to, to do more? Willing to uh, really seriously look at the liberation of all human beings. Those who perpetrate injustice and those who are victims of it. Do we really understand that the response to ignorance is uh, two things, really. First is compassion, because people are ignorant about love and hope and generosity and gratitude. And the second thing is, are we willing to be that in the world? Are we willing to be the hope, to be the love? Are we willing to meet the injustice, not with just absolute disgust and hatred? Uh, those things don't fix anything but with this sense of, of collective transformation. The real question for me is, are we willing to look at the bigger picture? Are we willing to see things as Gandhi did, as Jesus did, uh, as Mother Teresa did? Are we willing to look at the world as one whole unified thing that has darkness in it? Are we willing to bring people out of that darkness into a light? Or does it feel more comfortable to just shuck them off into the darkness and forget that everyone has value to some degree? Tough stuff, folks. Uh, I guess all I can do is today be the best light I can be. I'm not asked to be perfect. I'm not being asked to fix the world, and neither are you. But I think we are being asked by the universe, by God, by our higher power, by the love that is the universe, to be some sort of light, some sort of beacon, as we find ourselves in the darkness of this transformation. I hope that in whatever way that is possible for you and for me, 
we can do that today. Thank you, my friends. Thank you for listening. Be the light.